Concast. Go. Wee. No, that, that's how I introduce things now. It, it's, it saves us time. I retain my Wii. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I, I would suggest that you do that throughout the entirety of the recording, if you don't mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm playing yeah. two games. <laughs> oh, oh, we're talking about games. We, well, that we are now, smart. all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I, I finally finished uh, 13.2. After like a year and a half, two years. Oh, of I'm Laz, it. by the way. Sorry, go. Nobody on. cares. We'll 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 <laughs> we'll say your name when you get to talk for real. Oh, ah, yeah. all right. Wait your turn. Yeah, wait your turn. <laughs> okay. Tell us about your 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 thoughts about thirteen two. I was very happy finishing thirteen two, even though the the good parts of thirteen two I finished long ago and probably discussed on a concast long ago <laughs> because it just took me forever to grind out the last few achievements that I needed to finish off the game. Well, uh, it, right? I, I well I, I you know uh, on the Xbox they don't have a fancy name for it like they do on uh, PlayStation, but yes, I, I got oh, you got all thousand. I, I got all thousand. Uh, yeah, I got all thousand gamer points for it. So yeah. So I moved on. Um, the uh, the week before I finished it, I ordered uh, Lightning Returns, and I have finished uh, one day of Lightning Returns, and I have very little of it figured out so far. It all seems very confusing and time pressury, and it 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 gives me you know anxiety. But you'll be over that pretty quickly right. once you realize that you can catch up to the timer like very very easily. Yeah, and I. One of these days, I'll play the thirteen games and have some idea of what you were just talking about. But today is not. <laughs> today forget. is not that day. Josh, did you do the quest where there's this little girl and she's like, "Find my doll." Oh yeah, um, yeah. My daughter and I did that uh, quest together because. Did you uh, find her doll? Yes, I did. See, that's the only quest that I failed throughout the entire thing. Because no I kidding. Found, I found a doll, but it was like a red doll, and I gave it to her, and she freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine her like glaring at me through the entire game as everybody else gets up and she's just like oh <laughs> uh, you got so irate about that you went very crackly that was pretty funny. <laughs> um she my daughter is not super enthusiastic about the fact that she can't grind out battles for me in this one because you know, they're they're actual you know real time kind of battles and she can't just hammer the a button so uh <laughs> I, I made it up to her briefly by saying hey let's go find this carbuncle doll you'll like carbuncle he's cute and green and then the model in the game is so low res that you can't even really tell what it is it's like a green blob <laughs> not a red blob not a red blob i did not find the red blob yeah, i right. Does anybody else need the red blob, Neil? Should no. I go? Oh, okay. It's just a, it's just a red herring. Yeah. Oh. We were still trying to get through what we're playing, and oh. uh, my, my clock says we've been recording for 16 minutes now, so... <laughs> oh, goodness. Damn. Well, to make things easy, I haven't played anything in the last week, because Money. I have lots of deadlines, so we can you... skip right on to the next per. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I want to leave Neil for last, just because we're all going to break down into giggles, so... Well, because we're all 11. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know me. I'm usually playing two or three games at once, so I can, you know, go between them and not get too bored of one. So I'm playing a little bit of Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth, and a little bit of Fire Emblem Awakening, both on the 3DS. And, man, those games are great if you know what you're getting into. And if you don't, then you should probably stop playing them. Classic Laz games. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I didn't know there was a Persona <laughs> game for Threads. It's well, it's relatively new. It came out in November, and it's by the team that made the Etrian Odyssey games, which are these weird, oh, like, really? 
Yeah, there are these um, unusual dungeon crawling games where you draw out the map of your of the dungeon on the bottom screen as you're exploring the dungeon. And Persona Q is a crazy fan service game that com- that where the like <laughs> well the Persona Three characters and the Persona Four characters fall into some kind of time hole and they have to do a giant adventure together where they map out the dungeon as you play through it, kind of like an Etrian Odyssey game. And the gameplay is very, very similar to Persona in combat, and very similar to Etrian Odyssey in how you go through uh, the maps and draw everything out. And I like it a lot, but you really need to be at least in one of those Venn diagram halves, either Persona or Etrian Odyssey. So I'm, I'm near the end. I think there's five giant labyrinths, and I'm probably about halfway through the fifth one, but it's a little bit slow going. So I don't know when I'm going to finish that one. And Fire Emblem, I talked about a Fire Emblem game last year when I was playing Path of Radiance. But now oh, this one, this one is just, it's just balls out crazy. It's hilarious. Uh, like <laughs> halfway through the game, one of the characters with you tells you that she's the main character's daughter from the future. And from then on, you, your characters have relationship meters with one another. And whenever two of your characters get married a mission appears where you can recruit their child from the future. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, eventually, and the, and the children have, like, stats of their combined parents with one skill inherited from each parent. So I'm, like, just pouring through wikis and guides trying to figure out how to make the best children possible. So you're... Um, you're wait, so, yeah, so this is yeah. eugenics, essentially. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Emma Woodhouse time travel Terminator stuff. Oh, and, God. Man, it's really good if you like Fire Emblem and like crazy eugenics child stuff. Wow, that sounded awful. It's assisted evolution. Is the uh, <laughs> the, the oh, polite yeah. okay. term. Fire Emblem Awakening, aka Fire Emblem Assisted Evolution. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Fire Emblem game from 2013. Yeah, I have a couple friends who both really, really enjoy that game, and it's one that I'll yeah. probably end up picking up at some point. So... Neil, what are you playing? So, uh, I'm playing a couple games. So, the first one that I'm playing, I'm not very far into it, is Tits. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm playing Tits. Okay. It stands for Trails in the Sky. Uh, it is a game that's been uh, translated over to the States a while ago, and we're about to get a couple more uh, sequels to it by Xseed. Uh, they did the translation for, I believe, like the Ease games. Uh, so, we're getting a lot of those on the PC. Um, all, that, that's all correct, and also I should say that Trails in the Sky is made by the same East people in Japan, Fal- Nihon Falcom. Falcom. That's right. And, uh, and Xseed is bringing over a ton of Falcom stuff, which has you know niche guys like us really excited. Yeah, which is great, because everything I've played by them has been a lot of fun. Like, I played E7, um, I have, I'm sorry, not E7, uh, E's 3, Pondana, uh, whichever one that was. Four? That's a, that, no, that's a remake of 3, and it's great. Yes, that one is fantastic. Um, I want to play Origin. I have that on Steam, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, and now I'm, I'm playing through Trails of the Sky. And I'm not very far at all. Um, like, I know very little about the plot at this point. I've just become a bracer, and I don't actually know what that is yet. They seem to be kind of defenders or people that do odd jobs for the government or for people like, oh, I've lost my cat. Find my cat. Yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, but what's been taking up a lot of my time has been speedrunners lately. Uh, which is, I believe it's still in early access on Steam, and it's kind of like Sonic meets Mario Kart. So you play as a superhero, um, and there's no backstory behind any of the superheroes. They're 
weird. I play either as this guy whose head is on fire or a giant cat. Again, cats. Um, and you run through these levels and you can get items and stuff and you're trying to get far enough ahead of your opponents that they kind of fall off the edge. Um, it can play with up to four people and once the first person falls off the edge, the outside of the screen closes in gradually and gradually and gradually So you in a very, very small window so you have to keep up with whoever's in first or else you're going to fall off and lose. And it's huh. a blast. It's really, really fun. And there's a bit of it that's unpolished, given that it's still in the uh, the early access stage. But it's really fun as it stands. And every time I've got time and I've got friends online who are playing it, I've been playing that. And I feel like Khan should be playing that because you guys all like Sonic and Mario Kart. And it's a wonderful combination of both of them. Hmm. Eh, um, I'm lukewarm on Sonic. <laughs> Well, okay, but it's more Mario Kart because you can screw your friends over with things. Oh, I do like that. But basically, the, the speedrunner's version of the blue shell is this grappling hook that targets out somebody, and I don't know how it decides which person in front of you it's going to target, but it'll target somebody and basically change positions with them. Uh, and it's quite chaos when you run the mode where every item block gets you one of those. <laughs> and nobody gets this, and nobody's laughing, and nobody understands how funny this is because you've never played it. <laughs> yeah. so you should go back in time to the Steam Winter Sale and buy it when it was on sale, and then play it with me. <laughs> so, that said, we we have a uh, interesting group today for the real topic because a they all apparently really like to talk a lot, and uh, b because um, we've got a couple really big fans of the game that we're going to talk about today, and one oh, person right. okay. who absolutely hates it, which is Woo. my favorite thing. Um, is that we, you? Who no. hates it? I, I'm indifferent. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Elvis uh, hates it. <laughs> it's not precious. Wait, do I hate it? I forgot what the topic was. <laughs> I forgot we had it until Josh mentioned it a second ago, but now I remember what it is. You guys are killing me. I All I want to do is work with some professional people. As soon as I am one, I will be willing to make that call. Um no, we've done a couple topics uh, over the couple years that we've been doing Concast now um, about the games that we cover on the site and uh, what makes them awesome. Uh, and we've been going in order of the games that we actually covered on the site. So we've done Final Fantasy VI, we've done Final Fantasy IV, and that means number three in the line is Final Fantasy V. Um, We're good at counting. We, yes. I Well, you know, there there was a reason why uh, Final Fantasy V came in the order that it did. We, we did Final Fantasy V out of order, as it was, because we cover games that have been released in our home countries. Uh, we, If it doesn't have an official release in the U.S., then we don't cover it. Um, sorry, England, we don't really care, because you get the games later anyway. Um, but Final Fantasy V never had an official release in the United States until the late 90s, when it was released for the PlayStation 1 as part of Final Fantasy Anthology. Um I think it was also part of Final Fantasy Anthology in the UK, but their anthology had different games than ours. I could never remember exactly which they were. Uh, I'd ask Tittles, but he wouldn't care. And all four of the games in Anthology and Chronicles were just released separately in Japan. <laughs> yes, indeed, yeah. Uh, and those games were um, 4, 5, 6, and Chrono Trigger, for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think most of us probably played a little bit of Final Fantasy V before it was strictly allowed to do so because there was a uh, good fan translation of the uh, original fa uh, Super Famicom version that was out there for quite a while. But um, the PlayStation version was the first one that was 
ever above board for the U.S. And we released our first coverage for that pretty soon after that. It was uh, 2000 or I guess it was a little later than that. It was probably late 2001 when we did that. Pretty, pretty the, soon after Con 5 came out. And the PlayStation uh, American version came out in 99. Yes, correct. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm trying to piece together my own personal FF5 timeline. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anthology came out uh, before Chronicles. Yeah. So that that's the order. Um, but yeah, that, that's enough backstory about Final Fantasy V. Most of you people who ha- know the game probably already know most of that. And, you know. You're probably going to listen anyway, because we're going to talk about why Final Fantasy V is awesome. Um, as I mentioned a second ago, I'm a little bit ambivalent as to the whole thing, because it is one of the few main series titles that I've picked up that I have never properly finished. Um, really? I, yeah, I, I played oh. the first half of it long, long ago, uh, again, before it was, strictly speaking, okay to do so. Um, I also played the very end. I have beaten the game on both GBA and on uh, PSX, but I never actually played the game all the way through, because um, when I did beat the game, it was uh, to do con work. So I was picking it up from a specific part of the game to uh, run through some stuff. Okay. Uh, So yeah, it is one of the few main series games that I have not actually run all the way through from start to finish ever. Hence my general ambivalence. But uh, I'm sure we'll come across, as we go forward and you guys talk a little bit more, that uh, I do have a lot more respect for it than I used to. Spoiler right. alert. Uh, so, yeah, somebody jump in here and tell me why Final Fantasy V is awesome. Okay, um, let me, I'll just tell you a little bit about my personal history with the game. I played that anthology version soon after it came out. I didn't think it was super great. I got, uh, I got stuck about halfway through and dropped it, but luckily that was, and that was in the early 2000s, probably 2001, and luckily that was also around the time I started getting into emulation stuff, and I had heard on forums that, oh no, the, uh, trans- the official translation's terrible, you should just play the ROM of it. And- Princess Salsa! Yeah, yes, Princess Salsa. Not <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, let's not forget, uh, what is it, Bart's instead of Butts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's make sure we call that out as a bad chain. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Of course. This is amazing. So anyway, I started playing it again on uh, on a SNES emulator around the same time I had discovered Psycho Ninjutsu Three and Tales of Fantasia, both of which I love. And that was the first way I beat it on an emulator, and I really liked it. I eventually went back and be- and found out where I was in that old PlayStation save, and beat that, and then I beat it on the GBA <laughs> FNAR uh, like many years later <laughs> as it came out so I've beaten it at least four times maybe more I'm not exactly sure how many and I really really like Final Fantasy V and I'm just going to get it right out of the way the best part about it is exploring that fun class system and having your characters like uh, mess around and with class changes and that's what's that those are those are the hooks that keep they get me to keep playing the game every time I've played it. It's just really fun messing around with those classes. Yeah, it's always nice when you find a combination of jobs and abilities that work really well together that you never would have expected beforehand. Oh yeah. So for me, I was very indifferent to Final Fantasy V until this past summer when a friend told me that I should do four job fiesta, which is a charity event that goes throughout the summer where their kind of randomizer, their computer, gives you four different jobs, one from each crystal, and you're only allowed to have uh, each character on one of those jobs. So I, 
I mean, I did that at your prodding, but I actually got stuck at um, one of the late game bosses. So I, I have, I'm in the third world in my four job Fiesta run, but I never finished it. Um, so the nice thing about it, and the thing that I kind of learned going through, is the third world is mostly skippable. <laughs> you really just need to get Lena back, and then you can just jump into the cleft of dimension and go from there. I'm actually at the at the pyramid. I don't have Lena back. I'm I was struggling a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a blast, and I've used jobs that I never really kind of expected to use that much. Um, honestly, I had barred for three of my four runs this summer, and it was God by far my favorite job to get. Like when I got it on my final one, I was just like cheering and excited because barred <laughs> is basically like a free pass through the game. You can beat the final boss. Easily, 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 easily with four bards. Like, no challenge required whatsoever. It's, does Requiem affect him? or is It's it not Requiem. Um, you would basically just have a couple people doing the... I can't remember the names of the songs. Like, Hero's Song or something. One of them that increases your level, and then one of them that increases your speed. And eventually, yeah. you're just outpacing him at such a crazy level that you're getting dozens and dozens of turns before he gets any of them. And then you just have the chicken knife going off every so often. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, I, I can't remember uh, all of the translations for it, but yeah, it's, it's uh, Hero Song and Speed Song are the two that you're thinking of. You yeah. Know, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit like the, um, the yell trick in, in Final Fantasy Tactics, yeah. Exactly. Um, Dancer was also okay, but it needs to be paired up with something similar. Uh, like Dancer's a really good combination with, uh, I think it's Mystic Knight, because you can use the chicken knife to uh, basically cheese your way through a lot of the enemies. Yeah, uh, chicken knife is uh, definitely well known for the kind of uh, low level run <laughs> oh, in yeah. Final Fantasy V for sure. And yeah. that, that's uh, such a clever idea for um, really a weapon. I love it. Yeah, I, it's nice when it doesn't give you the runaway uh, side effect as well. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. One out of four chances, I think. Yeah. yeah, I I had a pretty good job combination for the four job fiesta. I had knight, uh, summoner, archer, and samurai, which is definitely good enough to beat the game. I just I just got stuck. Yeah, I you know I think that uh, I think that we could spend an entire cast on uh, four job fiesta. And in fact, I tried to get that done this summer when it was going on, and we just couldn't get everybody in one place at the same time. Um, but we should definitely keep that in mind. I'd love to uh, do some more talk about that because the you know there's a lot more to it than just simply playing the games, obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's a great topic. So uh, I'm we definitely should definitely planning on doing it again this summer. I'm yeah, I, I'll I'll try and finally do it again this summer. We'll <laughs> we'll... It is a really and I, and I say this as the spoiler, the one person on this committee who dislikes the game. It is a, a testament to the you know, the game that you can have this sort of renaissance, you know, um, 20 years down the line um, that's able to take up, you know, this old game and then make it interesting by, you know, precisely highlighting the amounts of variety that you, you can, you know, achieve in it. So that's uh, a really good thing. Say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... You know, part of my ambivalence towards Final Fantasy V is the fact that, um, you know, given the real release order and the fact that I didn't really remember much from my first try playing through it in the 90s, um, I had spent well over 100 hours on Final Fantasy Tactics well before I 
played Final Fantasy V for real. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Final Fantasy V does some stuff that is obviously really great and even better job-wise than the way Tactics does it, I think you can make the argument. But uh, having come to it from Tactics, in which it was you know simply a more modern way of trying to implement the job system and uh, added in you know some stuff that was much more interesting, uh, or it's not more than just more. one ability per person. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, Tactics is a natural enhancement of the job system, just as Five was a natural enhancement of what they did in Three. Yep. Yeah, I didn't play Tactics until after 5. See, so. and that, I think that makes a big difference. I mean, yeah. um, you know, five, 5 has a solid storyline, and that is something that I didn't appreciate my first time around that I'm coming really? around to now. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. You know, it's, it's sim- I guess, okay, we'll, we'll transition to that topic, I guess, a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'll let you, you can finish whatever you were saying. I mean, it's... I'll bring up story, don't worry. <laughs> it's certainly ridiculous, <laughs> but... Um, it feels like it's got a little bit of the simplicity that Final Fantasy IV had as a storyline. You know, it, it feels pretty straightforward, but it's also got a little bit more of the humor that you've gotten from some of the other Final Fantasy games. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's straightforward, but it's not nearly as dour as Final Fantasy IV is. You know, yeah, I actually agree with Jeffrey on that front. Um the reason that I kind of appreciate FF5 as a game to play multiple times in a you know in a short period of time uh, is that there's not a whole lot to go on with the story. Like another one of my favorite games is Secret of Mana, and I'm not going to pretend that there's any semblance of a story there. I just love the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, this might be a good time for me to come in then. I yeah. um, I played Final Fantasy V um, also after Final Fantasy VI, but I came to the series as, as you know, the three of you know, um, and frankly, probably most anyone who's going to be listening to this, um, I came to the series m- much later on. So the first game I ever played was, was Final Fantasy X, and that was right after that had been released. So after X, I then started sort of working backwards. I played, uh, I think I played eight next, and then seven, and then six. Um and I loved six, and I played it on the on the PlayStation um, in the anthology package. So I already had five right on hand, um, and so I started playing five. And that first time I played it, I just there was no, I felt no motivation um, because I'm someone who tends to be most interested in the story, the plot, um, you know. And certainly, if you're coming from games like Final Fantasy X or even eight, if you know, if the story isn't um, isn't uh, most watertight in the world, it certainly is making the gestures. Um, Final Fantasy V definitely doesn't have that in the same way. Um, so I dropped it. I ended up playing Final Fantasy IX. Um, later on, I played four and liked that, and so I thought I'd give five another try this time on the on the Game Boy Advance. Um, and I did beat the thing. Nice. Whoa! You, wait, so you're you've beaten the game and Josh hasn't? Yes. <laughs> wow. I said I've beaten the game, well, Josh, just not yeah. all the way through. <laughs> oh, Josh, I made it through that slog. Um, <laughs> I slayed that fell tree. Um, and again, so have I. <laughs> so poorly explained how he became a tree. If you just play the game and don't read articles about it, man. So yeah. if 
if if Tittles were here, this would be where he would ask us to reference the uh, old con banner ad that yep. people probably haven't seen in a while. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to DP's point about I'm sorry Jeffrey's point about uh, about Whatever. the world building in those games. And I I'll admit the world is less interesting. Well, the FF5's world is less interesting than fours or sixes because with four you get really attached to the to the overworld and the under and underworld, and you can revisit it throughout. Especially once you have like four airships that you're using. <laughs> and it, <laughs> and in uh, in FF6, I think part of the reason we get attached to that world is we explore the entire world and then. The day happened that changed everything, and then you, and then like it's almost like you're exploring a new world when you see how it was affected by the date of by the day of judgment, and uh, what's happening there. It's like Final Fantasy VI. The interesting, most interesting part of the world is its transformation, but with five, it doesn't have the continuity of four, or, or the total transformation of six. It's more about sort of the aha moment. Yeah, like because in, in in five, like you're going through the first world, and then you go through the second world, and then in the third world, where the t- where X Death, in a very poorly explained plot, combines the two worlds <laughs> to access the power that had been hidden in between them for centuries. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, like, it's like being stuck between. It's like the pee between you know two mattresses, right? So, it's just squeezed sure. in there. Except it's, it's impossible to even pull apart the mattresses unless you combine them into one mattress, at which point the pee squirts out, which yes. is... is squirts out, eh? Oh, yes. okay? Wow. That's a sentence that came out of my mouth. Wow, okay. Oh, no. So, so anyway, like, I, like it's, the cool part about Final Fantasy V's world is that when the two worlds are united into the third world, seeing the all the aha moments of oh there's something in the falls oh that that like locked shrine that was totally surrounded by mountains is now open oh there's something un- that was underwater in the first world when we didn't have a submarine and like just seeing how the puzzle pieces fit together and how all the weird geography of the two worlds like ne- unlocks new areas i think that that is super interesting to explore for the first time and it's it doesn't have the sense of world building or especially the sense of sort of like lore and story related world building that yes. four or six does. But I, I think I still think it's cool. But yeah, that's I mean, a good point. It's, it's not a, it's not interesting in the way that you wanted it to be interesting. And I'm not <laughs> no, that, which, that is a very, that is a very good point. That is a cool. I, I don't know, I'm not meaning to disparage you. I'm just I, I think it didn't really have what you were looking for in an explorable uh, RPG world. Well. I'm going to throw another kind of random thing in there. The one thing that has always grabbed me from any time I've looked at Final Fantasy V is the monster design for this game. Um, oh, okay. among, among the sprite-based games, for my money, Final Fantasy V has the best-designed monsters of any of the sprite games. I'm going to throw out a few examples. You know, um, Atomos. Um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Catastrophe. Um, catastrophe. Yeah, that, he's like a meatball tentacles. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I, I forget what he was called in different um, iterations, but catastrophe is what he's called in GBA. Uh, he, he, I generally the, the bosses are just pretty friggin' cool and uh, beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They 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 look like they have more to them than a game built in 1992 should be able to do. 
Yeah, and they, they seem to make more sense than a lot of, like, FF6's random encounters. Like, I'm fighting a bug that's a pyramid and there's lightning coming out of its head. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying I, to find a picture of Catastrophe because I did not remember it. Uh, got one. Con boss guide? I'm, I'm, that's where I'm looking, of course. Oh, okay. It's literally just like a meatball with, a, with one eye and tentacles coming out of it. But yeah, if you it's... the pyramid, you didn't get there, so... Well, if it's in the pyramid, then it's been a while since I've uh, since <laughs> I've seen it. For first page of bosses on Khan, if you're on the GBA translation. This is does it use does it use earthquake a lot? I see pictures yes, of it now. Okay, it, that you brings can it that... by having one person with auto float, and it'll try to lower everything for the rest of the entire fight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean it's the it's the callback to um, or the 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 homage to the um, uh, oh what the hell is it called the dirt dragon. Beholder? Yeah, yeah, I, that, that same thought kind of crossed my mind. I thought Ariman was more like a uh, an homage to Beholder. Well, I mean, they both kind of are. Um, the Beholder doesn't have wings, which is which yeah. takes out the Ariman. Also, it doesn't. And, have, and Ariman but, was a Final Fantasy three boss that is basically recurring. Um, yeah. But there, there's also the fact you know neither of them are really close to Beholder. Uh, but I would say in terms of general look, catastrophe is probably a little closer. Um, it's definitely um it's definitely a, a huge step up on the sprite quality um um in that you know it, it really does hold up you know you certainly if you if you want to maintain that that six had had the better design you wouldn't be able to say by you know much uh definitely definitely ff5 is what raises the bar and then six you know sort of maintains it yeah i yeah, I, I go with that and you know i, I do give uh I, and maybe it's just because i played um six so much more than five but I do still give five a little bit of an edge. You're right, though. They're quite close. Yeah. You know what monster? I just happened to scroll by her, so it made me think about it. But um, in the GBA, the, she's just a regular random encounter. Uh, God, what does she call? Oh, um. Dancer? What's that? Are you a slam dancer? Are you on five or six? No, I'm, I'm on six. I'm still, or I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on five. Uh, I'm still scrolling through the regular enemies now. Is um, it I, No, uh. She, in the in the PSX, she was called um, Bewitcher, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, in GBA, she's called uh, Mykali. Um, she's the uh, witch in, like, the tra- in the traditional witch's garb, you know, the robe, the pointy hat, and she's riding the crescent oh, the, moon. Yeah, I, I remember those. I just yeah. always thought that yeah. was such a cool monster design. Yeah. It was just such a clever idea. Yeah. It does have a cool monster design as an FF5. Yeah. See? That's was that um was FF five also the first one that had the carbuncle summon, or was that also in three? I don't. I haven't played enough three to know. I don't I recall same. carbuncle being in. I, don't I think carbuncle, carbuncle and Katobulpas were originally in five. Carbuncle started in five, uh, and I think Katobulpas did too. But I, I but I'm because I mean you know I think that some of the defining designs in Final Fantasy are the summons. So I'm trying to think of which new ones Final Fantasy V brought, and those are the only two that are coming to mind exactly. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm now embarrassed to find that Khan doesn't actually have the summon images on oh. there. <laughs> Stupid Khan. Lame. I think Remora was the first in five, but I think it was also <laughs> in five, and nobody ever uses it. So. Yeah, no, nobody no uses one, Remora. Like, I had... I had summoner for my four job fiesta, and I never used Remora. <laughs> I used I used the hell out of Chocobo, but not Remora. 
I think Golem was first a summon in five. I know there was enemy. There were enemy golems. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think he was a summon until yeah. five. So there you go, and that, that's kind of a cool yeah, thing not... in and of itself. I, I think Golem uh, is super useful in five. Yeah, oh, it's like the best one. I four definitely, you know, really kicked up the summons a bit. But yeah, yeah, and we've just list, we've yeah. listed off a lot of uh, cool stuff that five brought to the series for the first time in terms of summoning. Soldra, but that's not in any other ones as far as I know. Mm. Also known as Hydra. Yeah, I I want to say that there's a game that called back to it, but not directly used. Looks like Dissidia did. Okay. That is probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that Soldra gurgle. Uh, <laughs> oh, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, five, yay. Gross. What's gross? That soldier gurgle. Oh, I thought you meant FF5. No, no, FF5 is great. I don't know what DP's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I keep going back to that game because I think there's a satisfying arc to sort of just completing all of the quests in it, and and exploring that class system is really fun. Like. There's nothing not awesome about white mages that can punch like monks or or knights or samurai dual wielding like ninjas and it's and it's it's the combat's pretty fast moving which helps. Yeah. It's uh hmm. it's not I mean I I get frustrated at RPGs where combat is just you have to go through a ton of animations or a bunch of rigmarole just to do the basic loop of attacks that you want to do to finish a random battle. That's super frustrating to me. It's why I've only played Legend of Dragoon once and why <laughs> and why I can uh and why I sometimes get frustrated at uh strategy RPGs, even Final Fantasy Tactics that just have too much rigmarole involved in random battles. I oh, don't tell DP that. He'll never pick it up again. <laughs> but um it it has a fa- it has fast moving combat. Uh, which I appreciate. I mean, I think I think part of the trick for me is it. it I mean, it's it's that combination of, I mean, the the verb you're using, literature, the verb you're using, um, is explore explore the combat system, and I think that's kind of important to note that it's it's this game that sits in the in that sort of in between area where it doesn't have it doesn't have the plot to keep driving you along. But yet it has a, a sort of a learning curve with the combat system. You have to be willing to do that sort of exploration, you know, testing different things out. Um, and and for me, as someone who, you know, prioritizes story in a game, um, you know, I'm willing to play a game with a, a less, you know, impressive story that has a good battle system, but I have to sort of, you know, be enticed into it, I guess. Um, I have to be enticed over that learning process. Once I learn how to, you know, once I get the hang of how the battle works, then, you know, I'll stick around and, and sort of, you know, see it out because it will have become enjoyable for me. But if I don't have enough sort of hook to get me into it, um, that's really probably coming down to it, the reason why I have such a hard time enjoying it. That's totally reasonable, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't diminish the fact that Final Fantasy V is still awesome. <laughs> I was I just, it is also a long way of saying it's a, 
it's it's too boring for me and it's also too hard for me and it can be one of those two things but not both (laughs) (laughs) i won't play it (laughs) well at least you've uh set forth the standard so that that's good (laughs) yeah i mean you know i don't know if i'd go so far as to say that final fantasy 5 is the most underrated game that con covers but it's it's probably the least appreciated. And, you know, maybe some of that is due to the fact that it isn't as worthy of that appreciation as the other six games we cover. But I don't think that's the whole story. I, I do think that there's still a lot of quality to this game uh, that maybe just goes overlooked a little bit. Well, okay, you use the word underrated, and I and I think that underrated and overrated are really tricky terms. Yeah, I also used it, it in some... It implies in... that there's an absolute rating, and that its perception is above or below that rating, or, like, I, I think that FF5 is underrated, because I think it deserves recognition as a really quality RPG of that era, on par with Square Square's best work of that era, when they had that incredible run, basically, between FF4 and whatever was Chrono last, Trigger. and would and Chrono, or maybe well, second and sixty three, it might have been after, might have been after Chrono Trigger, but anyway, that incredible like ninety two to ninety six run that Square had, and I think that it's one of the least appreciated of those games, and I think that's unfair. I I would say that FF five is underrated, and it, depending on what you think people think of Final Fantasy Tactics, might be the most underrated game that Con covers. I mentioned earlier the fact that. Um, for the flaws that it has, there is something in Final Fantasy V that they not only got right, but got, you know, really right in such a way that, you know, you could have five-job fiestas of it that, you know, attract people to the game and presumably new people to the game, you know. Um, I mean, that's impressive, and it's something that not all of the RPGs we cover do really in and of themselves. I mean, Final Fantasy VII... Probably the largest reason why that continues to attract such flair is that combination of nostalgia and just sort of the weight of the name. Um, Five doesn't have that going for it, and yet it still does sort of garner mention like this because it did, uh, you know, get something, you know, so on point that it can continue to be reinvigorated and sort of re-explored. Uh, Twenty years later, I totally agree, and I think that's the main the main point of that is just how good the gameplay was. Like a plot can you can only really replay so many times before you're like reciting everybody's lines. But when the gameplay, the the character development in FF4 is basically the same every time. Yeah, yeah. If you can kind of change up the gameplay every time you play through a game, there's a lot to be said about that. And I'm not going to say any of it. Okay, so we've definitely hit on some stuff that is awesome about Final Fantasy V, which means success! We did not screw up the concast entirely. But uh, let's wrap up today by going around the table real quick. Um, Imagine that you've got somebody in front of you who has not played Final Fantasy V before. Boil it down to one thing awesome enough about this game to make them want to play it. Hmm. Take a few seconds, and I'm going to have a drink of water. (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Why is Final Fantasy V neither a fantasy nor a five? Discuss. That's pretty well done. Uh, okay. You can make 
a character um, wielding a spear in each hand, <laughs> killing the strongest enemy in the game by just jumping on it with double spears repeatedly. Okay. <laughs> that works. Like, like just, just the insanity of what you can do with the class system, especially for a game that old. And uh, the and the payoffs that you get for sort of doing the late game activities, I think, are are what still does it for me for FF5. Um, for me, I, I guess. Was... Go ahead, Jack. I was going to save you for last, Neil, because yours will be better than mine. True. Well, now continue. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Obviously, for reasons that we've already heard, I wouldn't necessarily wholeheartedly, um, you know, throw someone in the direction of Final Fantasy V. But I would say that um, it is an important part of the Final Fantasy lineage. And if you want to see how a lot of different, not just things like summon lore or, or equipment names even, but but a lot of the, you know, way that the battle emerged from Final Fantasy IV towards the, uh, you know, uh, more complex turn-based systems you see um, later on in the series. Um, Final Fantasy V really is the moment where um, they go out on a limb and and they get it. So... They go out on a limb. (laughs) 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 Tree puns abound! (laughs) So so I would say that... um, I would say that for anyone who's interested in Final Fantasy, uh, you owe it to yourself to, to try this game. And you may, like me, not like it, but um, it, it really is a, a place that you have to see for yourself, I guess. It's like, okay. it's like Final Fantasy three on the NES, except fun. So so I think that one actually wins for the most backhanded comment, <laughs> where, where he comes out and says, well, it's an important part of the lineage. Meaning, you can't actually get to any of the games that I like better without going through this one. It wouldn't have been called FF6 if there hadn't been. <laughs> wow. They had uh, to crank was... out one crappy game before they could start making good games. That was really artfully done, though. I, I, I actually feel bad for having to call you out on that, because I thought you did a really good job. I like that. <laughs> Thank you, friend. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of origin to it. I think that's really cool. There really is. I do. I do believe what I said for the record. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I'll actually, I'll actually carry that point a little bit, despite mocking it. Um, you know, <laughs> I think the one big knock about Final Fantasy Tactics is the complexity of it, and the the way that Final Fantasy V works is really kind of a distilled version of what FFT does. Obviously, there's more to it than just that. There's you know the adjustment to three dimensions in the battles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, you know, for a pure and easy to pick up but immensely satisfying level of customization, I think Final Fantasy V hits the sweet spot of you know being an immensely playable game, but also having that uh, the you know those great leaps where you can make it your own game the whole way through. That's a really good point. Thank you. And it wasn't like backhanded. <laughs> How about you, Neil? It was kind of backhanded. Like, it's good because it's so simple. <laughs> no, but it's not Okay, so that's the same thing I said earlier. Fine! <laughs> fine! <laughs> fine! I, I do agree with you, Josh. Fine! As somebody who keeps having a damn problem getting through tactics. <laughs> 
um, they do really, especially the way they introduce jobs to you in, in, in groups, you know, they don't throw the entire thing at you at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really does that allow does you. Help. Yeah. They, they don't throw prerequisites at you where you have to slog your way through jobs to get to the jobs you really want to. You just have to progress in the story to get them. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think that's good. And it kind of makes it so the story actually, like we, we kind of bash on the story a bit, but it was kind of a nice way to group the story along with the battle gameplay mm. in that you need to get to certain parts of the story and the story kind of impacts how you're able to battle. Yeah, very true. Anyway, uh, I would say the thing that I really appreciated is was my second run this summer where my team was a black mage, a summoner, a bard, and a dancer, which sounds like a horrible, horrible <laughs> team. Yeah, that sounds like a mess. And yet it was my one single team where I managed to not only beat the game, but also beat both optional super bosses. Yeah. Uh, just shows that you really can do just about anything with, with any kind of insane group of jobs. And that sort of customizable customizability in the gameplay just makes it so much fun to play. Yeah, I, it, you're right. I mean, th- those are jobs that, you know, are or people tend to look at them as being really weak. But that's... Uh, a strong point of the game is that you can, you know, you can do it to a lesser extent in Final Fantasy Tactics as well with a very similar setup. Um, you can break it even further in Tactics by leveraging the calculator, of course, but it, it's nice to find those surprises like that where you'd be like, oh, yeah, I can just kind of turn these two characters loose and let them destroy everything, and I can still have both separate offense and defense capabilities all at once. Very much so. Also, it helps when you have Butts as a dancer, and his pose when he's getting ready to dance is like this awesome, like high-heeled boot. Yep, yep. He's, he's got the Saturday Night Fever uh, costume for that. Yeah, that, that's always been one of my favorite sprites. So there you have it, guys. Uh, four people who have played Final Fantasy games for well, mostly a long time. Three of us have beaten FF5. <laughs> <laughs> Three of us have played Final Fantasy games since before you know 1997. So. Oh. <laughs> The, ne- ne- yeah, ne- Neil, Neil and Laz come out of this smelling like roses regardless, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, you know, again, it may not be tops on your list for the game that you think you should try for Final Fantasy, but if you haven't given it a try, uh, give it a go. Uh, try it out, and you'll enjoy it. Probably. Unless you had to work on our walkthrough for it for two and a half years like DP and I did, and then yep. you'll probably never want to look at it again. But like you don't have to do that because we already did. We did it for you. That's right. We carried that cross for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't know if I go that far. Because you didn't edit the text, Josh. (laughs) No, all I did was destroy all of it and have to redo it. That was on you, Josh. It was 100% your fault. That's what I just said. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's what I just... Fine, contest is over. (laughs) Contest? You should play tits. Tits. You should play Final Fantasy V and use our walkthrough and contribute to the forums. And then you should play Tits. Alright, guys. Thank you so much for reminding me, and especially DP, why Final Fantasy V is awesome. Everybody go play it now. Good night. Good luck. Look for cool monsters. Bye. Goodbye. See ya.
Okay, that's three awesome games from the con stable out of the way. The next time we visit this irregular series, it'll be Final Fantasy 1. On the way out today, you're listening to, of course, Battle on the Big Bridge from Final Fantasy V. You know, that song that everybody thinks of from Final Fantasy V. We're Caves of Narsh, and you can find us at cavesofnarsh.com or on many of your favorite social media sites under the name Caves of Narsh. Nobody else is Caves of Narsh, trust me. Thanks a lot for listening as always, and we'll see you again real soon. 